Hey, Bastin. Jay and Silent Bob are coming to raid your fridge, smoke your weed, and make you laugh hysterically while they do it. How do you like them apples? Friday, October 7th at the Wilbur Theater. Catch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Grab your tickets now by clicking on the link at csmod.com. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Yo, Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob are gonna snooch to your motherfucking nooch. I don't even know what that means. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater on October 8th. Special guest, tell them Steve Day. Get your tickets at CountBasieTheater.org. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater, October 8th in Red Bank. Word. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Going to New York Comic Con in October? Well, Jay and Silent Bob are giving you one more reason to fangasm. Uh, you might want to clean that up. Friday, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Catch a live performance of the popular podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Dust off that Batman costume that's three sizes too small. Or, fuck it, don't wear a costume. Just wear some type of clothing, because, you know, you don't want to get arrested. And get ready to enjoy a thick layer of gooey comedy jizz with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Jay and Silent Bob get old, live in New York, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Tickets on sale now. For more info, go to csmod.com. This is Matt with Will Wilkins. And welcome, everybody. Will and Trent, back in action to give you a headache on your Sunday evening. Welcome, everyone. My name is Will. My name is Trent. We are NetHeads. How are you, Trent? 
I'm I'm awesome, and I just want to say hi to everyone in the Twitter feed. Um, you can follow along at hashtag netheads. Uh, there, there, people are wondering where we're at, Will, and uh, we're here, and that's what matters. <laughs> we're right here. Now, we're here, right here. Here's the deal. Um, I I did not realize what time it was. I cannot lie because I was doing what every um IBP, that's an internet broadcast professional. I was doing the kind of thing every IBP does right before going on air. Uh, I was uh, trying to wolf down some dinner after spending an afternoon tending to the peach tree. That's what every internet broadcast Wait, professional was ha- doing today, you right? You like an actual peach tree? Yes, I do. Nice. A fruit-bearing peach tree. And the only thing I did not know, because as you know, it's the it, this is the first season, the first fruit season at, that we have owned the house that also has the tree. Oh, okay. And so I was not aware of the uh, pre-maintenance you need to do. Like, apparently sometime back in the spring, when the uh, when the peaches that uh, were going to be coming to fruition were about nickel size, apparently I was supposed to pad a broom handle and beat my tree senseless. <laughs> really? Yeah, because that way what you do is you you thin out the uh you thin out the um the the number that are going to grow. So so that way you wind up with only uh Welcome to Peach Talk, by the way. My name's Will. It, you you reduce the amount of uh, fruit that it is going to bear, so that way it's not overcrowded. That's funny. I I feel like my dad tried that same method with my mom. Didn't work though. But uh, yeah, no, still had a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. So uh, ideally, you want them to grow like uh, one to three inches apart, and uh, and, and that way. You get a better yield because it grows bigger peaches. So you you thin these things out, and you end up getting a better uh, uh, turnout. You know what I mean? Yes, I do now. Yeah. So I didn't do that. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> welcome. So I'm I'm sunburnt. I've still got my uh, my dinner sitting here on the desk, and and we're here ready to talk to you. Fine, folks. If you like Trent said, if you want to follow along, hashtag netheads. I'm doing my best to actually try and follow along with that as well. And so, if you hear us typing, it's because we're talking to people. It's like we're doing eighteen. Well, and I have the luxury of only doing like four things at once. Mm-hmm. Will, on the other hand, is he's our sound engineer. He's our program director. <laughs> uh, he's he's a jack of all the trades, not just. Many, but all trades. Yeah, at this particular moment, anyway. So, so welcome. Hey, now, uh, Trent, want to slip into technology mode for a minute, if you don't mind? Okay. Because I know that uh, you you've been dealing with a dilemma. You've been dealing with a uh, not a crisis of faith, but but a crisis of consumerism. Oh, I I know where this is going, and yes. Yeah, because you've been joined. You've been Jonesing. For mm-hmm. a touchpad type device. I, I hate using, cause I mean, what would you, a tablet? There you go. They're qualified yeah, tab- as tablets. You've been wanting to get a tablet, but you've had strict criteria. You need one that run, handles the flash. So that way you can get the comic book experience utilizing your, uh, Marvel subscription that is flash based through the internet. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with an app that allows you to read the comics. Exactly. Uh, because it, it's a it's a cheaper rate. You don't have to pay per comic that way. Your subscription covers you. You get the whole yep. library. Yeah, it's a great deal. And if anyone you know wants to check it out, they have a uh, samples you can try for free at Marvel.com. Marvel.com. Are they are they a paid advertiser? Um, they sh- they are now. By <laughs> hell, we're gonna send them a bill for that. Will yeah. So so <laughs> where were we last time in the in the great tablet decision of 2011? 
Um, well, we had kind of narrowed things down, at least for myself, to two devices. Um, the iPad, as you know, we've, we've talked about this enough, doesn't handle Flash without, you know, an external app. So that kind of is, is put off as, as a non-option for me. Uh, so then we look at the, the two head runners, or at least the ones who have spent the most on marketing recently is the Samsung, uh, tab, it's called, and then the, uh, HP's, and this is kind of their first hands out into the, the tablet market of the touchpad. Their uh, first, their first and their last. Exactly. So they, <laughs> they, yeah, so, so it's, it's the end of the first quarter of the fiscal year. They came out. And, uh, you know, had to be accountable to all their stakeholders, HP, this is who we're talking about here. And, uh, while, while they did make some good money this first quarter, they've, uh, announced they are getting rid of all the OS, the web OS stuff. So this is your, your touchpad and all your Palm products. So they officially acknowledge the fact that Palm is dead. Yes. Yep. Anything that's, that's web OS based, they are no longer going to support or, you know, make or anything like that. You know the uh, the techie in me. This this kind of makes me want to cry a little bit because yeah. originally, you know, one of the uh, ultimate sides of uh, signs of a uh, of techdom, of of nerdism, of of netheadism, if you will. Uh, actually, no, there was no nethead type <laughs> thing at the time. But one of the original things was to have your your three com, uh, palm, or yeah, palm. <laughs> That was the name of it. I don't know why I'm yeah, blanking. Uh-huh. And so it was like the first little digital organizer that you could hold in your hand. Right, yeah. What, the what first is, PDA. Yeah, personal, uh, what is it? What does it stand for? Personal data? No. Uh, I grew up with a public display of affection, so I always giggled every time I heard someone say it. There you go. And I'm blanking because, like I said, I'm still thinking about all the peaches. Um, so, so I mean, and I had one. I had one early on. I'm like, this is amazing. I can finally get my life organized. That was for the first two weeks. And then after that, eh. But still, it was one of those, it was one of those things that showed that, uh, that you were a techie. You were a person. I mean, these things used to hook up to the serial port on your computer. And if you don't know what a serial port is, it means you're <laughs> younger than me. <laughs> right. So, uh, so that's really sad because it means that the, the Palm era is officially dead. Right. And that's, that's really kind of a bummer to me. But, uh, you're now faced with a decision, Trent, so I'm going to pose the, uh, the questions to you, and you can approach them however you will. Okay. Uh, so you have the choice of the Galaxy Tab, or, mm-hmm. or the, you still have the choice of the touchpad sure. from HP. Sure, yeah, and so I jump. Are you gonna yeah. go with completely economical and get the HP at clearance prices, cause they're admitting they're phasing them out? Right. Or, yeah. are, you, or well, are you gonna go with the Galaxy Tab? Here's kind of the way I looked at it. I thought to myself, um, because I had seen on Twitter, uh, a lot actually this, this weekend where people would announce wherever they were selling for, you know, touchpads at $99. Okay. I don't care if it has zero apps that come out for it in the future. Um, for a hundred dollars, something that's, that's large and can handle it. That's, that's an e-reader for me, essentially. A there, Kindle. You can't, Exactly. You cannot buy a Kindle with, you know, that kind of, of web surfing capabilities for a hundred dollars. So in my mind, I thought I'll buy this for a hundred dollars. At the very most, I'll use it as a Kindle and I can still, in addition, pick up a regular tablet that'll have apps and support and everything down the road. Down the road. That's, well, that's, that said, yeah. here's the problem. Yeah. Here's the problem. 
they don't exist anymore. <laughs> every, a, every, 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 the only place. Okay, so this is northern Utah, and and uh, and, and I looked everywhere. Or as I, mean, I like to call it, Utah. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> this is Nota. <laughs> and the only place uh, for every store in this in the Salt Lake metropolitan area was Costco that had it, and they were selling it at full retail price. Um, all the Best Buys have sent their inventory back to HP. And uh, the Walmarts, they actually fire sell them at $99, and they're gone. They're just gone. So that's uh, – that's, it was a great idea to pick it up for 99 bucks, but not going to happen. Just, uh, did, did you want me to look in my area? Yeah, I hope uh, – uh, hi, everybody. You're listening to a phone call between Trent and Will. <laughs> What is via Skype, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, the only reason why I say that is because I'm <sighs> I, li- me, I live in a very economically diverse region. Correct. So when things like, you know, the the we was on, you know, short order and right. big demand, let's just say I was able to find one. Okay. 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 So, so it's not exactly completely out of the question that I couldn't find one of these for you and ship it out to you. <laughs> well, if if you happen upon one, I would take that. Okay. Very good. <laughs> now we've worked that out. So, so, and and I have to admit, your logic is sound. Personally, I I didn't know which way I would have gone with this. And uh, and because I don't know it for some reason I but it, it I find it very intriguing that Best Buy actually sent their stock back to HP. Sorry, I'm ch- in case you're wondering why you've been hearing Trent more this uh, show than me. <laughs> it's because that plate of dinner that was here I've been wolfing down right before we went on there. I said Trent, okay, if you don't hear me respond, just vamp, keep going because I gotta <laughs> I get food so in my was belly. I do, was I doing okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some unnatural pauses because you're like, is he gonna talk now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, let's go. Once again, we are setting up a wonderful podcast for the Commentary Podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Yeah, those me. of you that aren't aware of it, and I'm sure there are people that have now already done it because naturally every idea I make is stolen. We all know this. Um, <laughs> the idea is that we pick one of these shows, like like the Smeltdown show would be a good one. Oh, perfect, yes. Um or, you know, like this one, even the last one, because we pre-recorded and all that jazz, it'd be a great time to do what I want to do, which is the commentary one, where I sit down, we would both have to do this. We'd actually have to sit down and we'd have to listen to the show in real time and then try and remember everything that was going on behind the scenes. Right. Then we kick the show off by starting with that podcast. Then just like on your Blu-ray or your DVD, you hear the volume on that come down, and it's like, hey, I'm Will, I'm Trent. You're listening to a special commentary episode of NetHeads. Because we are a podcast about podcasting. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> according to the iTunes directory, anyway. Yep. We're a tech show about how to podcast, I guess. Uh, or maybe what we don't realize is we're the representation of everything you shouldn't do. <laughs> but it is a live show. We are what we are, and that's what this is right now. We're, we're that that cousin that everyone has that your mom's always like, you know, at least at least you didn't end up like like cousin Jeffrey, you know. At least you didn't end up like cousin Netheads. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I am shocked to hear that Best Buy sent all of their stock back. I mean, that really just that blows me away. But I guess when they made that announcement, they must have uh, extended that option. Right. So, uh, which is kind of bold. I'd say, well, actually, and that makes sense too, because the, now they've got inventory that has 
little to no value of what they paid at cost. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. And, and Best Buy, you know, it hasn't been doing the best lately anyways. I mean, they offer, and take advantage of this, folks. Um, they offer price matching. So whatever you want, find the cost at Walmart and then take it to Best Buy because they have a better warranty. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mike B in the, uh, in the old Twitter stream says, well, we'll just talk amongst ourselves. You guys get this thing hashed out. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because he said it in a hashtag. Get it? See, it's meta. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I said, I'm I'm sun drenched. You know, I, I got I can't front. I gotta be honest with you guys. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't dealing with the peach tree. The peach tree was hours ago. Because okay. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to admit what I was doing. Well, you know, you didn't have to until like two seconds ago when you brought it up. I know, but now, I can't. Now you do. It's important that we're honest with the audience, Trent, because only through honesty can understanding be reached. Is that Yoda? I have no idea. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is yesterday, yesterday was what we call a daddy daughter day. Okay. These things happen. Okay. Sure. Uh, my wife was uh, going out for the day. And so it was going to be a daddy daughter day. We were going to go do fun stuff. So. My daughter got a coupon for Red Robin because her birthday's coming up next weekend. So I, I said, we'll go to Red Robin. And then after that, we went to Chuck E. Cheese because I refused to eat their cheap, crappy pizza. <laughs> and then after that. Wait, wait, wait hold yeah. on. It's Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah, where a kid can be a kid. There's an extra S. Not Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah, whatever. That Oh, Just now saying. that now that really bugs me. I'm going to have to drive by every night with a pellet gun and shoot out that extra S. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, so we went there, and then afterwards, we went uh, to a, a home furnishing store. And the reason why, Trent, you didn't see this on your visits to uh, Southern California or Northern California, but uh, okay. we have a large sectional couch that, that is, we got specifically because of the wacky layout of our family room. Yeah, it's really long. Yeah, and so... Yeah, and it's got this little mid-wall, a half-wall that goes between the kitchen and the family room. So we got a couch that takes advantage of that half wall and then goes down the length of the room. I mean, it's a really big sectional. It's great for parties. Sure. Only problem is, you know, when you're relaxing at home during the uh, evening, you got nowhere to put your feet up. Mm. We needed an ottoman. Right. But uh, we can't get an ottoman for this one. Or at least more to the point, I'm unwilling to pay the ridiculous cost they want for the tiny ottomans. Oh right, so that, I, that are or that, that match the couch itself. Or yeah, just exactly. Yeah, that match okay. the couch. So, so there was this uh, this furnishing store right next door, practically to Chuck E. Cheese's. And I, I said to my daughter, "Okay, well, now we're going to go someplace that uh, I'm going to find interesting. You're going to find boring. Sorry." And we went in, and you know, because I'm just like, "Well, what are the options on on Ottomans?" And it just so happens that they had some overstock items. And they had a $499 ottoman. Those of you that, by the way, don't know what an ottoman is, imagine it as a padded coffee table. <laughs> Which is all it's, I ever use mine for. Yeah, it's it's really, it's a padded coffee table. That's what it is. Somebody took a coffee table, they slapped a cushion on top, threw on some upholstery, da-da, we have an ottoman. That dad can't yell at you for putting your feet up on. Right. And, and me, I, it's honestly more of a dinner table than anything. I can get behind that. You're sitting probably in your Barca lounger and you want to you want to lean forward to get your food on because really yep. you just feel extra fat when you're going straight from the belly plate to the mouth. <laughs> okay? It's true. I know that that's it's funny because it is true, Trent. And I'm I'm I I like I said, honest through only through honesty can understand right. be reached. Right. So um <laughs> so uh we haven't we have this ottoman, but it 
does not match at all because we walked in and they had some overstock items, you know, things that they didn't really pay for. Like uh, in the particular case of this ottoman, a woman needed to get her chair replaced under warranty. And when they ordered the chair, the chair always ships with the ottoman. Oh, right? and, but okay. So she takes the chair. Store's got an ottoman just laying around, eating up space right. in their warehouse. So they distributed these overstock items to throughout the chains. And I walk in, and there's this ottoman. Now, mind you, this is a four hundred ninety nine dollar ottoman, or as we called it before, it's a padded uh, coffee table. Or a padded right. end table, whichever way you want to look at it. Either way, even at that price, that's ridiculous. And yeah. then I, but I see on top of it, it says 50% off $49. Oh, nice. And I'm like, 50% off? And it's only $49? I quickly get out my iPhone because I've always got the tech with me. And I'm like, uh, Ottoman slip covers. Ba boom. There we go. 29 bucks, I can cheaply get this thing reupholstered. <laughs> throw a slip cover on it. So now I'm, now I'm not even at a hundred bucks for an ottoman that's usually $500 plus tax. I'm excited. I tell sure. the woman, I will take this one. I said, I feel like I'm stealing it at 49. And then she drops the bomb on me. Trent, you ready for this? Even less? It was 50% off of the $49. No shit. What store is this? <laughs> Lane Home Furnishings or something like that. Uh, but, <laughs> man, oh, man, I was excited because literally she walked me over and showed me the exact same ottoman for $499. So I was uh, right before this, I was all caught up because I was trying to work with a slip cover on an ottoman, which sounds, I don't know, a little <clears throat> lame compared to Peachtree. <clears throat> you know, just it sounds yeah. more like interior design. That's all I'm saying. Um, a little weird. No, it's fine. I mean, it's it's home it's home furnishings versus uh, anything you know. related to what we should be talking about on this show <laughs> at all. Versus you know the 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 peach uh, introduction we had to begin with. So. Yeah. Well, beat, I did beat, the, beat I, your peach, folks. I just I just thought it sounded a little more manly to be doing something agriculturally related than than just working on my ottoman. <laughs> so anyway, um, I apologize for that. I, I I I swear from this moment on, I will not tell any more lies. Well, it's not that it was a lie. It just wasn't a full truth. Exactly. You know, like, there's a difference. But um, if I can digress quickly, uh, CB Greenfield in the Twitter feed, if you want to follow along, hashtag NetHeads. Even if you're listening, uh, you've downloaded it. Let us know what you think. CB Greenfield has uh, wants a shout out to all the Australian listeners. And we've had quite a few tune in from Australia. Um, I don't even know what time it is there. So, uh, like, Me I would either. have to doubt. I'd have to download an app to figure out what what time to listen live if I were there. Well, if I were listening, if you had an iPhone, you wouldn't have to download an app. You can just open up your iPhone, open up your clock, and you can pick where it is. Oh right, yeah, I guess that's right. You could just say yeah. Australia, and you can yeah. know what time it is. Right now, you could. I'm not going to bother you. <laughs> First of all, it's tomorrow. Okay, it's Wait. like tomorrow at 11 a.m. or something. So we're we're broadcasting into the future. We are broadcasting into the mighty unknown. Holy it's shit! I know, man. It blows my mind every time. But I keep telling you, I'm a time lord, so these things are okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it sounds like you had a great idea on the tablet end of things, and it just fell through. Yeah, so that's fine. Eh. You know, whatever. So it's what I get for waking up at you know. Two in the afternoon on a Saturday. <laughs> well, that'll undo you every gosh darn they were time. All gone. 
They were all gone. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> well, let's pick, uh, okay, yeah, 11.32 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah, my, my phone is literally telling me it's 11.32 a.m. tomorrow, right now. I- I, w- I would definitely miss our show if I were in Australia because I would be asleep. My phone is lying. To- well, it's Monday though. You'd be at oh, work. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would be at work. Yeah, yeah. Maybe actually, asleep there. I don't know. I I kind of feel bad for CB Greenfield because he said we're like in his top three podcasts. And it's <laughs> no, just- that's awesome, man. That means he is a man of refined taste. I you can go with that all you want, my friend. <laughs> I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> Especially not today. Uh, speaking of which, oh, hey, he is listening along because he said, welcome to the future, lads. Uh, my favorite question to come along, if you want to, by the way, take part in the program, we always say this, follow along, hashtag NetHeads on Twitter. Uh, he wanted to uh, know if uh, they still had regular video games or was it just all about these reward ones? Where oh, you get, where you get the tickets. And and by the way, let me tell happy. you something. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, once you have kids, nothing will be more your ire than Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> the reason why is because it is it has a worse economic system than ours right now. Okay? Because here's what you do. You spend your hard-earned dollars on tokens. Tokens are used either in video games that give you nothing or they are used in several different skill-related games or chance games that can give you ticket rewards. Tickets, like skee-ball, yeah. whack-a-mole. Tickets are then used to purchase the crappy little items behind the counter, right? Right. Now, here's the reason why it is a horrible economic situation. Each ticket represents one cent. <laughs> for 20... For, now, I'm no math wizard, so hopefully somebody can follow along and work this out with me. So for $20, I got 105 tokens. Okay. Okay. Which means how many tickets do, well, it doesn't mean this. I need to know how many tickets per token do I need to get to equal $20 worth of tickets? Now, $20 worth of tickets, doing my quick math, which I'm horrible at. Tickets, right? Exactly. So, 105 (laughs) tokens. And I need to come up with 2,000 tickets to break even. <laughs> I'm no math wizard. But I I think that means I need to be somewhere in the ballpark of what? Two, 200, to- 200 tickets per token? No. No. I need 20? 20, 20 tickets per token? Is that it? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I'm horrible at math, like I said. But anyway, you see my point. Because usually the typical child gets per ticket reward, like one, one to three. My kid hit a few good ones, so she got like 25 randomly every once in a grand while. (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese is nothing but a game for rubes. (laughs) But, But your daughter probably loved it, didn't she? Yeah. Exactly. You, she, she had a great time. Can you time. put a price on her happiness? I can put a price on her entertainment for one hour. It's 20 bucks. <laughs> okay, so let's do the math real quick. Somebody, nobody said anything because, you know, we've already lost the entire audience talking about peaches and <laughs> covers and things. So here we go. So we have a hundred and, oh, no, wait a minute. We have 2,000. No, don't multiply. Well, come on. We have 2,000 tickets. <laughs> And we have 105 tokens. So we need 19.04 tickets per token. 
in order to break okay. even. That's per token. I'm starting to believe this is actually something designed by the White House. Congress. <laughs> this is Reaganomics if I've ever heard it. <laughs> exactly. Trickle-down economics. It just doesn't play out. Uh, something D-O-O economics. Voodoo economics. Oh, man. I mean, it was horrible. But my child, she had a great time for an hour. And at the end, she turned my $20 into 4 bucks. Good on her. Yep. <laughs> $4.56, to be honest. What did she what did she get? What were her prizes? Uh well, she went the logical route and sure. turned it all into candy. Yeah, cuz I mean, you'll just eat 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 that $20 worth. <laughs> so instead of two Laffy Taffies. So instead she ate it. It was uh what was it? It was $2 it was $2 worth of cotton candy, one bag of cotton candy for 2 bucks. Uh, uh, some type of Wonka tasty powder for another 80 cents. She got a bookmark which, for 80 cents. Which, with the Wonka, the Wonka tasty powder, I'm guessing is like crack for children. Yeah, exactly. But, oh, hey, if you feel the sense, can you hear that vibration? Uh, no? yes. Oh, yes? Okay, yeah. That is the sound of the garage door opening because we are a home-based studio. Oh, okay, okay. You're right above the garage. I am literally right above the garage door opener, so that's why if anyone's hearing that, sure. it's not your, it's not my recording equipment and it's not your stereo. Well, it's I was just, me. just wondering if it, if it was your, uh, your magic screwdriver. <laughs> somebody said, your daughter, hey, sonic screwdriver, jackass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, somebody said your daughter just needs to play better. That, then that was, uh, <laughs> Venator 2000. Thank you, sir. She's going to be a you cretin. But actually, when you think about it, okay, for, for an hour's entertainment, it only really cost me uh, $15 and what did I say? It was 56 cents. So that would be 44 cents. $15 and 44 cents for an hour's worth of entertainment. <laughs> because we take the $4.56 back off. They even They're even nice. At Chuck E. Cheese's, by the way, they'll round that up an extra four cents and just make it four sixty. Oh, you guys. don't say! Well, of course, <laughs> why not? That's a Christian thing to do. <laughs> Lord have mercy! Oh, I really oh, I, when I sat down and I finally because that's the problem about uh, you know being grown up. Right? It's the whole thing you don't realize is right. that you're you know you're um well you're you think about things in monetary fashion, and when I sat down and realized. Really, what was going on? Oh man, it just <laughs> made my heart bleed. Made it bleed. Von Cleef also says, but then you get those wonderful prizes. Yes. <laughs> if you'd like to get those, by the way, too, you can go to a place called Oriental Trading Company. It won't say Chuck E. Cheese's yep. on it, but you know, you can spend two cents on an item instead of four dollars. The problem with Oriental Trading is that you'll then get magazines like their ordering catalogs every week for the next millennia. I don't see I the swear, dilemma. I get so many catalogs from them, and they just keep on coming and coming. Oh, but it's so addictive when you see the things in there. <laughs> Box full of party confetti. Yeah, for two cents. And <laughs> look at this. I can get this gigantic inflatable pool for only $4. How could I not buy one? <laughs> oh, I don't understand how they still exist in the world of uh, the Internet, too. I mean, come on, guys. What the hell? So anyway, Who, Chuck E. Cheese's Oriental Trading, Oriental Trading Company. How, oh, do they, right. how do they survive in the in the face of um of the internet and the uh, well, it's, and all it's the coming from it's coming from the Orient. They get, they have a better exchange rate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> better than Chuck E. Cheese's, my friend. Exactly. So that's how they survive. 
Oh, hey, by the way, um, let's see now. This weekend has not been a good weekend for the movies. I don't know if no. you, uh, if you caught this, but apparently, um, uh, what are the ones that held strong this week? Uh, the Smurfs mm-hmm. and, uh, another movie that just came out. I think Apes. Was it the Smurfs or was it somebody else? Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. None of the new movies did well. They were all surpassed by pre-existing movies. And right. one of them I'm really disappointed in. One of them I'm not surprised in at all. Yeah, it was it was Smurfs and then right behind it was Apes. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. I tried to actually take my daughter to the Smurfs yesterday rather than going to Chuck E. Cheese's. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to piss away 20 bucks, at least Do I can... Do it at the movies, yeah. You know, get a, get a flick out of it. Uh, get but, an air-conditioned room at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to cost them at least five bucks. So I'm I'm stealing money from them. I'm stealing their <laughs> AC. But that is that's really a bummer to me because I was really hoping that the remake of Fright Night would be good. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't apparently. At least not at least not in Trent's opinion. But then again, Trent thought Cowboys and Aliens was good. So what do we know? It was good. Okay. <laughs> I will hold true to that. Don't beat me up, man. I'm just saying. Uh, but the uh, one that I'm not shocked about at all is the fact that Conan sucked. Oh, or pardon my me, Conan. And and here's how bad Conan was. I would have rather sat through a second viewing of Fright Night. Oh, ri- oh you know that was, was just one of those things. I didn't see the need to remake it because because no. uh, you would really have to come with a hardcore solid idea for Fright Night or Conan. Well, Conan really. Okay. I keep calling him Conan now. He's a redhead. Conan the O'Brien. Conan the O'Brien, exactly. <laughs> I just suck at my job today, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, the, uh, the, but Fright Night, I, I just, I didn't, that one, I can understand why they remade it because the original one got such a cult following. But I think you would have to really treat that as a, uh, as a tribute to the original, kind of like what, uh, Rise of the Apes did. Right. But man, oh man, I, it just more and more it tells you that creatively Hollywood is bankrupt. Oh, well, it must be because they sure as shit can't find anything with the new idea. Not even if they tried. <laughs> Not even if we paid them to, and we uh, do. But I mean, and you and I talked earlier in the week, you, you were even a little bit excited for one of the casting options for, uh, Fright Night. Oh yeah, definitely. Because one of them was the uh, was the tenth Doctor. Uh, those of you that know when I say that, what that means, you know. I'm not going to go into it. Uh, David Tennant, and because uh, David Tennant is just he is well, Trent. Let me tell you, he's just delightful. There's no other way to put it. <laughs> Anytime he's in something, he's delightful. Even when he was a bad guy in one of the Harry Potter films, just a nice guy. Yeah, he's just fun. <laughs> Just someone you'd want to take to Chuck E. Cheese's with you. Definitely not. Um, so I was really, I was really hoping for something good there. I really was. Uh, but it just, it just goes to show you Hollywood is, is dead. I, I think there is a certain point. There's a certain threshold where, where you can get to and still get away with things. And, and they have just, they've run out. Every once in a while, they get a rare find like, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, which, takes... which, yeah, which was the second round for a revamp on that one, even. Really? Yeah, Tim Burton did it. No, Tim in... Burton did it. It did an Apes movie. Don't get confused, sir. 
no, no, no. I, yes, I, I agree. I agree. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying this is the, you know, it's, it's not the first time they've taken the franchise and tried to run with it. It, you know, jump started again. Yeah. And technically speaking, I think you could almost kind of see where, no, not really. It still doesn't pan out. I'm like, man, maybe it can make sense out of the Tim Burton ending if you see Rise <laughs> of the Planet of the Apes, but it doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. Cause once again, the apes, there's a lot of evolution between the world of the planet of the apes that we saw and rise of the planet of the apes at the end, right. you know, because those were upright talking fully, you know, more human like apes, mm -hmm. which is the part I just don't get because the entire time we've been around, the monkeys have been the same and the apes and the chimps, the whole lot. They haven't changed much. No. So how are they going to get to the point where it's eh, just nonsense? You know what? Scroll this ape stuff. Let's read. <laughs> read comics, because there's a ton of them out right now. Some awesome ones. Really? Yeah, man. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I really wouldn't. I don't live anywhere near a comic book shop anymore. Like I said, I'm in an economically diverse area, and um, <laughs> the area I'm in is nice, but I'm surrounded by an economically diverse area. And I straight <laughs> up asked a comic book shop owner, I'm like, why aren't there any comic books out in that direction anymore? He's like, well, majority of the people out there just don't want to read. <laughs> well, great. Readings for rubes. Yeah, exactly. Who are a Chuck E. Jesus? Because they don't realize how they're just throwing money away. <laughs> but I still got an, an hour of entertainment. So who am I to complain? Right. I, uh, I'm, I'm personally, I wish there was a comic book store near here. Uh, I was, even though it wasn't great, it wasn't a fantastic run. I was enjoying the the brand new day of Amazing Spider-Man. Oh yeah, only because they dialed him back, and you know they did a big reset, another retcon. Mm -hmm. I'm not big on the retcons, but you know whatever they happen. And uh, and I was getting into that, and but and then I was starting to drift into other titles too, though, because the whole darkest night and brightest day thing started to get me sucked in, and then I realized right. I'm just pissing money away on paper. Forget yeah. it. And then I moved away from a comic book shop. So that's why I, I do love comics. Okay. I really do. Like the, uh, the, uh, is it the astonishing X-Men? Joss Whedon yes. did a great run yep. on X-Men and it was just phenomenal. It was, it was actually, I think it was kind of out of continuity. There's that one of those dreaded nerd terms, continuity. <laughs> but he did a great and imaginative run, and it was just wonderful writing, too. I know, shocking. Joss Whedon did some great yeah, writing. Joss, Joss Whedon did something amazing. I'm I know, shocked. <laughs> but, but it was a really great run, and that, that that's one of those moments, okay? That's one of those times where things get interesting, where, that can draw you back in. And, and I, I, you know, the comic book industry just doesn't seem to have a lot of those anymore. No. Except for your one-offs. Like, I'm, we're all, I don't know about you, I am dying for the second, uh, chapter of the Widening Gyre story. I, I don't know if you read that, Trent, did you? No, uh, You're I didn't. an idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not gonna hold any punches. You need to read that. That is a great six episode run with an ending that I'm just like, oh? What? It's messed <laughs> up, dude. Messed up. So definitely check that out. But uh, what do you what do you have? What's going great in the comic book world since you're current? And I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my money on those you wacky kids. Uh, so um, right now, um, there's a comic book that's it's a I think it's a five part series. Um, it's called the Red Skull Incarnate. And is it incarnate or is it incarnate? Incarnate, incarnate. The E jumps over the 
the vowel or the consonant of the T making the a long A. I don't know. I okay. have no idea. Incarnate. I'll go with incarnate. <laughs> um, and well, it is actually, let's just say con awesome. carne. How about that? <laughs> con carne. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Red skull incarnate. Continue. Um, and it's, it's really good. So if, if you're familiar with Greg Pak, a few years ago, he did the origin story of Magneto. And he did a really good job of like doing research and figuring out what was, what, what were the factors going on during the Holocaust and trying to make it as, as historically accurate as possible. Um, the thing with, with Magneto run though was that, you know, Magneto's a good guy in a sense. Um, but the Red Skull is arguably the, the, the most villainous, the most wretched villain of the, the Marvel universe. And so he's, he's trying really hard to show how just sociopathic this dude is. Um, it's, it's only two, uh, titles into it, two books into it, and it is dark. Anyway, so how's that Ottoman? Well, that's what everyone really wanted to hear about was, uh, your Ottoman. Or maybe your peach tree. <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't resist. I'm like, I haven't used this snoring sound effect yet. Let's throw this bad boy in there. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing about comic book stories, the ones that uh, draw us in. It, it Really, comics are outside of of really the child realm now, if you ask me. Yeah, they are. Yeah. The, because a comic book is priced outside of a child's, you know, common ability to spend. Yeah, and any comic book store worth its salt will have just a completely separate section for the kids. Yeah, definitely. Mine did. Yeah. But really, it's a, it's a young adult to adult industry now. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. A, which is kind of a bummer because I remember I was just uh, so excited as a kid when – when I, cause I was, I would always drift in and out of Amazing Spider-Man because he, that was my guy. That was my favorite comic. Right. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe because he was on the electric company too. I don't know. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was. He was a little part of the. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes. Well, I'm old. So <laughs> I always like it. Plus, maybe it was because it was this awkward, geeky kid that, you know, it got to put on a costume and be a superhero. I don't know. Maybe it's because I always wanted to hang upside down from the ceiling. Who knows? So. <laughs> That can be arranged. I, Amazing Spider-Man was always my favorite comic. And I just remember there was a certain point when, you know, I was reading along. Next thing you know, bam, he's in a new costume. And they said, well, that'll be explained in the uh, Secret Wars saga. Like, what now? Oh, was that the black when he when he donned the black suit? Yeah, that's when he went black. And you know what they yep. say? You never, what? He did, hmm? though. So, <laughs> yeah, that's when the when the black symbiote costume came out we didn't know it right. was a symbiote yet though but then it started doing weird things right so yeah the uh and so that was exciting and and seeing that whole saga play out and and you know it i just kids these days they're just with the video games and the shooting and destroying and porn on the internet you know <laughs> yeah i mean what there, there's porn on the internet something about that yeah you know <laughs> i don't know so, so you would definitely recommend Red Skull Incarnate. Yes. Um, yeah, the Greg Pack, he's just, he's really good about doing his research and there's, he, he explains really well the factors that are going into World War II and, and it's, and it's not, but it's not like a history book. It's really cool. It's, it's definitely worth a read and the art is really, really well done as well. Yeah, that's what I appreciate. That was one of the things that started to lose me during the brand new day saga because they mm-hmm. had, they had a, a new spy. There were three new Amazing Spider-Mans a month, 
which would be great if they were a little less, but they were still the same full price. Yeah. So, and it was all these little mini sagas within, and and they would rotate writers and artists because yeah. And there's a lot of people that will say like, oh, you know, if if the story's good, I don't mind the art as much. Bullshit. If the art's not awesome, I I have a hard time reading it. Yeah. Then it's just disgusting and wrong to even try and look at. Yep. Because I seriously, there is nothing worse than trying to follow along in a pictured story and the pictures suck. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the reasons why I, I always thought that the Walking Dead comic book series was really well suited for it in its black and white origins. Because at least then they're, they're just able to focus on the drawing, on the mm-hmm. art and the shading. And it gave it kind of, kind of gives it a cinematic feel. And also, you know, this really is a world that should be you know, kind of without color because look what's going on in it. Right, yeah. So that that really kind of, it suits it very well. Uh, but when something's badly drawn, it just drives me ape, man. It's just like, mm-hmm. I, why am I even looking at this? One day Peter Parker looks like Peter Parker. The next he looks like an anime character. What the hell happened? <laughs> Who are you guys trying to fool? Come on now. I'm not some rube that goes to Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> Or at least it goes and enjoys it. I actually I did. That was one of the things I did. I and I I have to do this a lot. This is one of the things that you find out as a parent that you need to do. I'm very bad at it. Okay. Okay. Because you know I, those tokens are money as far as I'm concerned, and <laughs> I don't want to see them go to waste. But you just gotta let it go. Let your kid do what they want to do. So whatever she wanted to play, I didn't question. I just like cool. Let's go. You want to do that? Right on. <laughs> you know, so what if you stink at skee ball? It's okay. <laughs> Just keep trying. Oh, I love me some skee ball though. I, you know, I don't. And here's the reason why. At least not the ones at Chuck E. Cheese's. They, cause they have a jacked end ramp, man. They purposely have an aggravated hump right on the end of that <laughs> ramp. So, so that way it, I mean, you have to have serious motor schools to score, or to score motor skills to have, to score on that skee ball setup. Right. Because seriously, that's just mean. Because really, it's kids using it. Most of the time, little kids. <laughs> you know, it's one thing if you're at a carny, a carnival somewhere, and you got it's you against the carny, and they're trying to work me for my hard-earned buck. That's one thing. <laughs> but this is a kid's self-esteem you're talking about. You know, let them play. Let them have fun. And there are some kids that they just tune into it, man. They find the sweet spot on that board, and they figure out just the right way to throw it, and they'll land some good shots. Yeah. But even me, I start. I swear they changed it since the last time I was there because, man, it's just no matter what, all I could hit was 1,000. I would love if they would sell if, – if your tickets were actually Microsoft points on Xbox Live. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know, as I as I said last time, I'm 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 uh, taking all my gold and selling it into cash, turning it into cash, and then just you know buying Microsoft points because that's that's a that's a monetary uh, function that'll never change. Yeah, definitely it's sound. not. Of course, <laughs> until your red ring. <laughs> no, all my money's in Microsoft points, and I can't do anything with them. And I can't buy hardware with it. Now, wait, actually, you know what, Trent? Let's get into that a little bit. Uh, okay. I am, as you know, the only gaming system I have bought in the past few years is a is a Wii. I didn't even buy it; it was a birthday gift. Okay. Okay. And the reason why is because, as a grown adult, I don't have a lot of time to play video games. I have a friend; he's self-employed, heavily into like the Call of Duty games and stuff. 
We've talked okay. about him in the past. You know, gets all excited, wanting to show me videos of how some guy gets a, a, a sniper shot on him at the same time, though, that he is able to fly his little RV with a um, bomb on it <laughs> off a ramp into the guy's head. So it's like, even though I'm dead, boom, screw you, I got you anyway. Yeah, eat it. Yeah, so he has time for these things. Good for him. Me, not so much. So <laughs> I haven't gotten into it, but I have heard of this this situation that happens with the Microsoft Xbox. Okay. Where suddenly, instead of a green ring, it goes to a red ring. It doesn't work. Can you explain this to me? Yeah. So, and this is this is usually more along the lines of the first and second generations of the Xbox 360. Um, it's it's like the frowny face that you get on an iPod. Uh, for the iPod classics back in the day. Yeah. Don't even get me started, man. I had to restore my iPhone and I lost everything. <laughs> me, um, technology guru, doesn't know how to properly back up his phone. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> Let's continue. Uh, Microsoft, they were really good about fixing it, but you'd have to wait like three months to send it in and then get it refurbished and sent back to you or whatever. Um, it's not as much an issue anymore. I've never had an issue because I've always had an external cooler, um, that you can buy. It's just an extra fan basically that you, you know, clip onto the back of your Xbox to cool it down. I've never had that issue. Um, and that's, and I played, uh, Captain America for 10, like nine hours straight mm-hmm. this weekend and it didn't affect anything. So, so I, I think it's, it's, they've passed it. So it was a heating issue that was occurring. Yeah. Yep. That was the thing. It would just get too hot and fry. Oh, so they, they didn't, oh, God, that's amazing. Their hardware was designed so that it was improperly cooling mm-hmm. and they were frying. What would it do? Fry the processor? You know, I don't know if it was the processor or if it was, uh, like an actual board or what the deal was, but they, like I said, they were really good. They would always fix it, send it right back to you. Um, but you were without, you know, a gaming system for three months, which does you no good, especially when you're paying for a subscription to their services to be online. Now, what about the PS3? Do they have a subscription service as well? Now, PS3 is a little bit different because theirs is 100% free. Really? So you can, you can get on and you can play with all your friends for free, but there's still more subscribers or there's still more users on the Xbox Live, um, network than there is the PlayStation 3 one. Why is that? You know, I don't know. And uh, unless it's just, I, I honestly, I have no idea. It's all about the Halo, isn't it? That's the reason why. Well, you know, they've, there's, there's a lot to that as far as like developing certain games for certain platforms that people jump on. Mm hmm. I mean, I even knew grown men, grown men with kids that were almost teenagers. They were like, Oh, I had to get out and get Halo. Like, what time did you get there? Oh, I was there at 5 a.m. <laughs> And like, then go to work and not play it for a 24 hours. Yeah, like, dude, you're the CIO of the company. Is this really what you should be suing your time with? Come on. <laughs> That's a company I would want to work for. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Amy Kins in the chat room in the hashtag land of NetHeads. Hashtag NetHeads if you want to follow along. Little kids should never have to deal with an aggravated hump. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I, I feel dirty just having read that. It's true, though. If there's anything my time at Chuck, Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese's has taught me, oh. it's <laughs> that's why I'm not welcome there anymore. Oh, Lord, dude, come on. Really? <laughs> I've already got to go back and edit one thing out of this podcast. Now i got to go do two. Damn you. <laughs> I curse you, my friend. I wave my fist at you and I curse. But you know what, though? I'm not going to. And the reason why I'm not is because my voice needs a rest. I don't know about you, but I need a little bit of a break, Trent. How about you? Yeah, my uh, my beverage is empty. Well, then let your cup runneth over and draineth thy pipe. We're going to be back in just a moment right here on Sir. 
It's Modcast Internet Radio. It's Modcast.com. Well played. Connection failed. This is NetHeads. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. I don't even think I can call that a rest of my voice. That was more like a <laughs> disco nap. Welcome back, everyone. NetHeads here on Smodcast Internet Radio. My name is Will. And my name is Trent. And we are talking about things. I have no idea what, to be honest, because I'm just all out of sorts. I'm all whacked out of my head. I'm all crazified. Welcome welcome to NPR. Today we're going to be talking about peach trees, and then uh, later we're going to get a little crazy. We're going to talk, talk about, about Ottomans. <laughs> we're going to talk about Ottomans. How to reupholster your Ottoman inexpensively. So thanks, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. <laughs> wow. I got to tell you, it is terrifying how well you do that. <laughs> really. I well, think, we- I, no, as a matter of, stop. I will kill your microphone unless you talk that way the rest of the show. <laughs> That's it. That is the that is the voice you now use on NetHeads. <laughs> you have cursed oh, yourself, sir. That is the way you must now Woo. speak. Because Lord knows this is not the way I. Do you notice that I don't I don't talk this way in real life. You know I don't I don't. Hey everybody, my name is Will. Uh, I don't do that. <laughs> you walk into the office. Hi everybody, it's Will. Thanks for being here today. Well, actually, uh, I just celebrated the uh, five-year anniversary of being employed at the company I work at. And one of the things oh, they do... Yeah, thanks. Uh, one of the things they do is they have you... Uh, first of all, every year that you're there, you get awarded a, a little mini-to-scale new Volkswagen Beetle with the company logo on it. Different color oh, okay. for every year. At the five-year mark... Not only do you get, you know, your special new Beetle, but they also make you sing a song that's done to the tune of Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Oh, wow. Now, when I do sing, my voice sounds a lot like this. Okay? So, naturally, I'm loud and everyone can hear me. Okay. <laughs> so, while we were doing it, I noticed, uh, sure enough, boy, I can really hear myself and not really hear them. And one of the other people that was uh, celebrating five-year anniversary was one of the VPs. Of the company. And he was still fumbling with his papers. So I took that opportunity to divert attention from myself by making a spectacle. I know that makes no sense, but it, it worked out really. And I ran over to him, held up the paper, and started pointing my finger so he could follow along. And he wrapped his arm around me, and suddenly we were chums. And it worked out <laughs> really good. Yeah, I wouldn't complain. But, I mean, this is not my regular voice. Is is what you use on microphone, Trent, is that your regular voice? Oh. Or is it an exaggerated version of your voice? Um, the, the sad part is that is my real laugh for sure. Um, maybe even toned down. Uh-huh. If I, God, if you go to the movies with me and we're seeing a, a comedy, you just, you just sit on the other side and pretend you don't know me. I'm that guy. Oh, wonderful. That's good <laughs> to know. I think I kind of do that to my wife too a little bit because I also find things that are, that are funny that a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot of people don't catch, but I mean, I have had those moments where I find things funny that nobody else finds funny, which really, uh-huh. it, it makes you feel great about yourself in the movie theater when, I mean, it's kind of like that, that moment where, you know, the song just ends as you admit loudly that you had to, you know, you're late because you had a doctor's appointment for hemorrhoids, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I have those no, moments, I don't but, know but what like, you're talking I'll about. never forget going to see the, fre- I think the name of the movie was The Freshman. It was with Matthew Broderick and uh, Marlon Brando. Was that I the name of it? Seen that one. You know, first year away at college, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. So, you know, he thinks he's involved in this big gangster organization Matthew Broderick does. And they're like, here, we got your, your passport. And it's his picture with a ridiculous Italian mustache on it. And he <laughs> says, like, Rudolfo Lo Spori. 
I had to laugh because that was a character name from Duck Soup. So I laugh hysterically. The rest of the uh-huh. theater, I swear to God, I actually heard crickets. <laughs> so that was that was just embarrassing. <laughs> or was it a night at the opera? I can't remember which one. Anyway, uh, welcome. We're back talking technology. Yeah, talking the tech. Yeah, my my. I don't know how it happened because I I've never had this happen before. My iPhone it has been like uh, you, I want to say shaky lately. You know, it's been sketchy. Okay. It's been hanging around with the wrong crowd. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's that cousin that your mom warned you about all exactly. those years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I did, I, I went to go do a restore, right? Okay. And I did a backup beforehand. So I assume I did a backup. Everything's safe. I did the restore. The phone start working well, but everything's gone. Everything, all my notes, all the pictures I took, everything else. Uh, and there is nothing worse than that, that, that moment of realization of data loss. I call oh it, I call it data yes. regret. Really. Oh. You're in data mourning at that point. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm bummed because there were pictures there that I hadn't backed up yet. And then I had some like crucial notes that I don't have anymore. So they're just gone. Yeah. They're, they're gone. They're history. They're, they're never to be seen again. They are just done, my friend. And, uh, and I don't know. And you've actually gone through this a few times, haven't you, Trent? Yes. Because mm-hmm. now is that be- just because you keep switching phones or is it because you used, uh, you root your Android? Um, no, I, you know what? I've actually never rooted my phone because I, I haven't really seen the need to. Everything I need, I can usually get. Um, one of the problems was, uh, well, and most recently, the, the SD card that I had just from the factory worked great for like three months and then out of nowhere just shit the bed and was done. Um, and so there's really no way you can back it up if, if after you've saved everything to it and then it just dies. Well, I do have one option. I could still hook the phone up. I'm trepiditious though. Okay. If you know what trepiditious means, great. <laughs> if not, let's just say I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out why I said trepiditious. Why do I use big words? I'm not really smart and I'm not fooling anybody trying to use big words. No, it's fine. I've got a calendar that gives me a big word every day. Well, that's good for you. Um, <laughs> So I do have one option. There is one thing on there, and it's like, you know, you can choose what backup you want to restore from. And there's one back in March that I could use. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I just think I'm begging for trouble. Yeah. So somehow in doing a restore on my own one time, I have annihilated everything. Actually, you know what I think it was? Honestly, I think it's because during the process, I got up really quick to do something, and the phone came unplugged. And I think that interruption screwed it up that was enough for it to just yeah Yeah. i think that's what it was because i mean i've had this phone well i've always been an early adopter so i've always had an iphone when they first come out Uh uh-huh except for the 3gs i waited i went from 3g to 4 which was like from going from a volkswagen to a ferrari speed mice man woo but (laughs) the uh every time i've done this i've successfully had all my settings and sometimes when they do these uh ios updates they completely erase your phone and then restore it from a backup and and I've kept the stuff all this time, and I'm oh, just really? an, I'm just an idiot for not backing it up. That's the truth. Uh, and I wish I had. But but all those times, I mean, why did why would I worry? I, the, it does a backup every once in a while, and every time it's been safe. So yeah, why do I have to worry? <laughs> well, because it's a device, dickhead, and it'll break. That said, though, one one thing that some you know, look at the bright side. At least you got rid of all those apps that you never use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're still there. 
No, because that's oh. the thing that iTunes will remember your apps no matter what. That's the easy part. Oh, okay. The important data, that's the stuff they'll forget about, like your notes, you know, because they got notes in there. And that's one thing that really pisses me off about the iOS, that all this time they haven't had a to-do list in there. A basic function. It really uh-huh. aggravates me. But with the new one, they're going to have a GPS-based one, which I think is cool. So like, right. let's say I have to remember to, to prune the preach tree when I get home from work. <laughs> So I can set the GPS coordinates for my home on that to-do. And when I walk in the door, when I get within the area, suddenly a to-do pop-up will say, hey, go prune the peach tree. And I'll be like, get off my back, phone. You can't tell me what to do. (laughs) The problem is if someone else ever saw that, they'd think, hmm, I wonder what Will's scheduling time for now. Prune the peach tree. Oh, yeah, buddy. (laughs) Remember to clear the history when you're done pruning the peach tree, sir. (laughs) So bad. But I, I, I don't know. I, I really, I, I'm kind of bummed. And I'm sure there's plenty of services that, that would, could protect you. Oh, well, there is one. It's built into iTunes. So I don't know why I didn't do it, but I didn't. <laughs> Meh. Eh, whatever. <laughs> I forget it. Happens. It's no big deal. By the way, if you want to take part in the program, hashtag netheads, if you want to follow along, if you want to have some fun with us on Twitter, uh, we still haven't done the Google Plus huddle, but maybe we'll remember to do that next week. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we are still – we're one of the few podcasts, and by few, I mean probably thousands, that are giving away the the uh, Google Plus invite. So if you happen mm-hmm. upon the show or if you want to tell a friend that, hey, I know how you can get a, a, a Google Plus invite, don't tell them just to, to tweet us. Please tell them to listen to the podcast to find out how. Because if you listen to the podcast, then you'll know – just make a request in the hashtag netheads, and we'll send you one. There. Bam. That qu- that easy. Just that done. Because we don't believe in exclusivity. We have the Mm-mm. ability to spread it out, and we're going to. <laughs> we want everyone to have access to Google+. Plus. Everybody. We're going to spread this thing like a bad case of herpes. Let's bring that sucker down. <laughs> no, wait. That's what's going to happen to Facebook. Have we talked about that on the podcast? Uh, on the I show? I keep calling it a podcast, and I forget we're live. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Um <laughs> But I don't know if we've talked about this, but because Lord knows I don't like talking about anonymous. Okay. Because I don't want I don't want to be on anonymous's radar at all. And you know, oh. this is the kind of thing where people are afraid about you know like a terrorist attack happening in their neighborhood. It's like okay, the terrorists aren't coming after me, but still, <laughs> I'm gonna think that way. You know, right. I, I don't like talking about anonymous, and I probably we've probably already discussed this, but they threw down the gauntlet and they said I think it's on November 5th that they're bringing Facebook down. Really? I No, I hadn't heard about this. Okay, so we haven't talked about it here. That's great. And the reason why I think this is so amazing and it's so exciting to see what's going to happen November 5th is because if Anonymous does bring Facebook down, it is going to be so damn embarrassing because yeah. they have let them know. Uh, it was like around August 5th that they announced this. So they've let them know a good, I'm bad with math, but no, August to November, that's like a good three months in advance. Is, yeah. is there demand, like, are they demanding anything? Do they want something no. to happen? Or no, 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 like, no. Now It's coming, so just be ready. We're going to shit on your face. Yeah, it, pretty much. No, they, that's exactly what it is. They, they don't believe in the privacy policy, uh, methodologies of Facebook. Okay. Okay. It's generally what it is. And plus, you know, maybe so many members of Anonymous saw how, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was represented as this great hacker kind of guy. And they're like, yeah, we're going to show you a real hacker, buddy. Like, what a rube. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) 
So, so Anonymous is going after Facebook and, and it's just going to be so embarrassing because they've let them know three months in advance. You know, in the movie, Zuckerberg had this represented rep. I mean, they even used it as part of this hazing hiring ritual where they had to take a shot every certain intervals and then, right. you know, try and hack into some system. So, right. you know, there's like some hacker street cred in the Facebook, you know, infrastructure. Uh-huh. So, and, and you know, with all of Facebook's supposed money, I say supposed because I mean, well, maybe they're making ad revenue, but they, they're a company that's, uh, what what is it? It has a valuation of, but you know, does it really? Where does it get its money? I don't know. So they're going to be bringing in all of these top security firms, and you just know what's going to happen. The stupidest little exploit is going to let them get in and bring it down, and it just Facebook is going to be embarrassed to all hell. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm giddy about it. <laughs> I'm going to pop popcorn and watch. Is but what how I'm will I do. stalk all the girls? That I have never talked to or will ever talk to. That's you won't. Not on November fifth. <laughs> watch it. Watch. They just throw up. It's it's just going to be a gigantic denial of service. And the way it's going to be is Facebook's going to be like you know at uh, November fourth at eleven fifty nine fifty nine p.m. We're going to go down for twenty four hours for maintenance. <laughs> yes, exactly. Done. <laughs> we're Problem gonna, averted. We're going to beat them at their own game. Which probably, if that's the actual move, that'll be even giddier. Cause, uh, cause seriously, uh, have you seen it's the way people- It's from the spot, from the beginning. Have you seen the way people panic when Twitter goes down? Like, oh, what, what yeah. A, how, how am I gonna know what Applesk is doing? Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, A plus K. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Um, oh, speaking of Ashton Kutcher, I know this is a complete tangent, um, but I happened upon- uh, It's okay, episode. I'm Captain Non Sequitur, go ahead. <laughs> I happened upon an episode of Between Two Ferns. Oh. Uh, at where Zach Galifianakis had, uh, you know, Bruce Willis on. And one of the questions he said, you know, he's like, you're a father. He's like, yeah. He's like, is Ashton your favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not right. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. Funny or die. Uh, you can check that video out. I think it came out in like, uh, November of, uh, 2010. I have to tell you, it, there has been, some of the funniest stuff I have seen come out of Between Two Ferns. And it's just such a simple and ridiculous premise. Yes. That Zach Galifianakis does. I mean, they've got, they've got a titler straight out of public access from 1985. <laughs> right. Doing the opening title graphics. And it's literally a show on a tiny little stage with a curtain behind them and they are Between Two Ferns. That's all it is. Genius. And, and, and he always asks outrageous uh, questions just to, to poke fun, prod, or make people, uh, you know, feel bad. One of the best ones is actually when Steve Carell is on there. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that one. Because Steve Carell just turns the table on early on. And, you know, <laughs> Galifianakis acts like he's, he's devastated when it comes to jokes about weight. <laughs> right. And then the very end of the clip, I don't want to ruin it for you, but the chair beneath Zach Galifianakis just collapses, just breaks from his sheer mass. <laughs> Slapsticky, you know, a little, a little, uh, sticky, but it played out well. And, and every time there are a few things that I get noticed from when I get the weekly F bomb from Funny or Die. But if I see that there's a new between two ferns, I don't care where I am. I'm watching it. Right. Yep. It, absolutely. Whether it's on my iPhone, my iPad, my computer, my netbook, whatever, doesn't matter. I'm watching it. Yep, it's on. 
I'll go into Best Buy and utilize one of their computers if I have to, damn it. <laughs> if you can, that's a, I hate going to like Best Buy and like, cause whenever I go, whenever I buy something, I'll go to Best Buy and I want to test things out, but they have all this demo software on there that makes it impossible to use it and see what it's actually capable of. Mm hmm. That's all. Yeah. Well, they need to, that's the thing. You need to have good, solid bandwidth and you need to, every once in a while, you got to refresh them computers, man. Right. Cause your little security software you're running on there trying to make sure we can't do any nonsense. You know, like you're not going in there putting every computer on like ratemydick.com or something. I love that site. Oh, I don't know you. I just don't know you. <laughs> you know, they got to make sure you're not up to those kind of shenanigans, but you know, it, the things need to perform the way they would in the real world so that way we can enjoy them. We right. can rate them. No, absolutely. And, and that's just it. Like, if you want us to buy your product, let us see what it's capable of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I would buy more sports cars if I could go ride them at the racetrack. Hey, there you go. No, you <laughs> wouldn't. Lord have mercy. Uh, Fat Man 2124 on the uh, Twitter stream uh, asked, wasn't it honest the ones responsible for taking down the PlayStation Network for over a month? Yes. Yes, they were. Yes. Yes, they were. And I think they... They tracked that back to some, like, 16-year-old kid. <laughs> and, it was him. Yeah, pretty much. And he would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. Um, and their dog, too. Yeah. I. Uh, and that's the thing I just feel bad about. But then again, maybe the fact that they're a minor it works out for them a little more. It would be really funny to find out that Anonymous is actually an organization of, like, 30- and 40-year-old hackers, and they just every once in a while sacrifice some teenager. They're like, eh. Yeah, they're like, yeah, let's let's uh, do this guy. He can handle the charges. Come on. He's a minor. One year, and then his record will be expunged. It won't yeah, matter. It's just juvie. Nobody cares about kids anyway. Um, <laughs> there's the show title. <laughs> Uh, Lord, I, 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 but still, I mean, what do you do at that point? I, I just can't imagine, you know, you're a teenager and, and you know, with all the other stuff you've got to deal with, then the feds show up. <laughs> and the first thing that goes through your mind is like, I, I thought those were legal sites. I thought those were legal sites. No, the first thought you think is they're taking my computers and I didn't clear the history. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh no! Uh, oh, uh, Cuban, uh, Cuban, Cuban. I don't know. Cuban. I think it's. Cuban. He says, "I think PSN outage was caused by Lulzsec." These are great names. Anonymous Lulzsec. <laughs> Anonymous actually is a really good one. Anonymous yeah. is ominous. Well, and their their logo is awesome. Mm-hmm. With the, the, you know, the, the body with the question mark for the head. Oh, I think it's so just smart. Yeah. It conveys everything right there. Yes. Who are they? They're anonymous. Yeah. The creepiest oh, thing though was the videos that they always released early on because they would have that. Well, they still do it, but you know, they have that monotonous computerized voice and it's set over all these different, uh, this montage of images. And it's just creepy. But, you know, sometimes you get behind Anonymous. Like when they wanted to pull down the West Baptist Church's website. Good for right. them. Take them down. Well, and, and have you seen the episode where they have a rep representative? And I can't remember which new show it was on. But they're on a new show speaking with one of uh, Westboro's, uh, you know, heads or, you know, representatives. And he's like, oh, oh, go to your website right now. I just want to show you something. Totally crashed. <laughs> on air. It was awesome. Yeah, that's good. 
That's real good. That's tasty. <laughs> There's nothing like freshly served humiliation. Especially for just idiots, man. Vegas Vampire on Twitter wants to know, if Facebook shuts down by Anonymous, can they stop the recent Facebook spam of photo tagging my profile to shoes and purses? Ah, <laughs> uh, I wasn't even aware that was going on, but good autumn. <laughs> the it's the the auto um you know detection of your face, mm-hmm. and then it will just automatically tag what it thinks is your face, which I would suggest everyone go in and and change your settings so you you don't have to deal with that. I will definitely do that then, <laughs> because Lord knows I don't want to know what they think I look like. <laughs> Well, that's that's another fun thing. Uh, if you ever use Google Goggles, uh, an app, you can basically take a picture of anything, and then you know Google will try and you know match whatever it is. Uh, do that with your face sometime, and just see what comes up. I did it with a friend at work, and uh, an, like an alligator and a few other things like that came up. It was awesome. Yeah, see, I don't want to do that because it's just going to come back with like uh, tons of results of like pumpkins, bullfrogs. <laughs> he looks like a pumpkin. Damn it. Just the way it is. He is the great pumpkin. Pretty much. Have you seen how round my head is? Lord have mercy. <laughs> if I put on a, that's all I could have. All I have to do for Halloween, just put on an orange uh, ski mask, <laughs> and you're good to go. I'm a jack o' lantern. Hello. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I uh, I, I look forward to uh, them uh, bringing Facebook down. I really do. I really just cannot wait. I want to see it happen. Happen big happen. time. Did I say happen? I don't know, but it's fun. Well, I get a little stuffy in here because uh, I don't know about you guys. Uh, if you've ever noticed this, if you have one, two, three, four, when you have five computers running in one small room Ooh. and you close the door and all you're doing is talking, it gets really hot really fast. It does. It does. It does. The only thing that, that probably smells or feels worse is a teenager's room. Teenage boy's room. <laughs> I only know that because I was one. Um, <laughs> That's true. There's there's this stench that is just directly associated with with uh, adolescent boys. Ugh, ugh. That's one of the reasons why I'm glad I have a daughter and another reason why I'm not. <laughs> because having a daughter means I won't have to deal with that. But having a daughter means I still have to deal with adolescent boys. Yes, just on the wrong end. Oh, they will be on the wrong end. I guarantee you that, my friend. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> why do you got to bring that up? I'm I was sorry, having a good Will. time with the show, and now you got me angry. Yeah, <laughs> you won't like Will when he's angry. Yeah, we'll smash, my friend. Venator <laughs> <laughs> two thousand, Venator, pardon me, two thousand says, Trent. We all know what you really took a picture with on uh, Google goggles. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it was, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> you got a little something in your throat there? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> it's funny because it's true. Oh. <laughs> Lord, I'll take your word for it. Well, I don't know about you, Trent, but uh, I'm looking at the clock, and I think right now is the time where we say goodbye. Absolutely, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, Soundbite Nation's coming on right behind us. Yeah, they're right on our tail. Right and behind us. They're on our show. six. They're on our six at 7.30 is what they are. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Uh, but if you want to, if you want to continue the experience afterwards, please, anytime you do listen to the show, whether it's live or via podcast, still join in the conversation anyway. Cause I don't know about you. I have uh, spent plenty of a minute, an hour, 
a day listening to back uh, or back uh, backlog podcasts, and I find myself talking along with the show. Right. I'm talking to the radio. I'm talking to my headphones. I'm talking like a crazy person on the street. And uh, and we want you to continue to do that. So anytime you're listening, please remember, just hashtag NetHeads. Let us know that you're listening. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how great we are. Let us know how much we sucked. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we want to hear about it. And you can do that on uh, Twitter. Also, there is a, fa- a NetHeads page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that is at Facebook.com what? Uh, NetHeads on air. There you go. Why NetHeads on air? Because NetHeads is taken. Yeah, those bastards pissing me off. I'm going to get that gaming place and I'm going to take them down. I'm going to put Anonymous on their case. That's what yeah. I'm going to do. I'm going to get Anonymous cool. on their ass. Watch, you're going to get contacted by them. They're like, hey, what did we do to you, mister? No, they're just going to be like, hey, what you said isn't funny. It's bad enough we let you use that name. Back off. <laughs> uh, so there is the Facebook page. And I am NetheadWW on Twitter. Trent is a part of him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show is Netheads on Air on Twitter. Right? Yep. And if you want to follow along in Trent's adventures, or at least find out what he thinks about the movies, you can also go to a apartofhim.blogspot.com, follow his blog. Yep. And, I don't know, if you're bored, go to willwilkins.com, but nothing happens there. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. You know, I gotta admit, though, I was actually tickled pink about one thing. I, I had known for a long time that there was this application added you could do for Facebook. Okay. That I, I really wanted to utilize, that I, I haven't had a chance to. And so now you can tie this in with Facebook pages as well. So like, you know, the Heads on Air page, the Radio Skew page, all that jazz. Right. Uh, you can associate your Twitter account with those. And if you throw hashtag FB on a post oh, right, on yeah. Twitter, it'll go mm-hmm. onto the wall. Right. So I'm just all kinds of excited about that now. So if you thought those Facebook pages were dead, oh, look out. <laughs> Open the gates. They're, they're about to just get inane and annoying. So look forward to that. Uh, but that's it for us. Please do us a favor. Also check out Sam by Nation. They're on our six live and they're also, they're on the internet, my friends, as a mm-hmm. podcast as well. Until next time, my name is Will. My name is Trent. And you have just heard another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. NetHeads. I'll transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.